Today's daf is daf mem vav amet aleph. We'll begin from the Mishnah daf mem hey amet base. The Mishnah quickly says, "Amaitzi es ishte." If somebody divorces his wife, mishum shemra. There are stories abounding about her, about her promiscuous ways. Loi yachzir. Once he divorces her, he cannot take her back. Why can't he take her back? In the Gemara, we'll have two opinions why he can't take her back. And one is because of Kilkula. Kilkula means that um, it turns out to be, for example, the rumors were false. He'll, and meanwhile, she married someone else. She will, he will go and say that had I known that it was false, I never would have given you a get. So the entire get was built, built it was based on uh, erroneous information. And therefore, the get is bottled. The get has been canceled. And now that she is married, you are a married woman, and you married a second person, the children of Mamzerim. That's what we are worried about. So we tell him up front that you'll never take her back again. So he will do his homework and see whether it's true or not true. And if he still proceeded, that means he didn't really love her in the first place. The other explanation is because of Pritzis. The fact that these rumors are bound, that there must be some truth to it, and uh, and must be she had, she's leading a promiscuous life or uh, um, promiscuous behavior, and therefore we penalize her that she, that she can never go back to her husband. Okay, these are two views in the Gemara. So now the Mishnah continues. Same thing in Mishnah Nedim. If she was a woman who every time she got angry, she had a habit of making the Durham, Again, he cannot take her back because otherwise he would say, oh, if I would have known that this nether could have been canceled, I never would have divorced her. So therefore, and then he would ruin her life forever if she got me remarried. So we tell him up front, you can never take her back again. So make sure that you are, this is fine. So do your homework, whatever it is you have to do. So now, that's a Tanakam. Rabbi Huda says, says, I believe the only reason is because of a knas because she made the dorim and it's a life of princess and so on. <coughs> Just start making the dorim. So Rabbi Huda says, call nether shiyadabaram, any nether that is in public arena, la yachzir, then since it's, it's embarrassing, we penalize her and you can never get back. If people were not aware of it, then um, you can be made for the nether and then yachzir. No, but if you're the berabim, you cannot. She made another berabim. You can never cancel. You can never cancel. Never retract it. So therefore, he um, we tell him up front that he. Um, <clears throat> so to why? So if you can never cancel it, why? Why are we? What are we worried about? We're worried about not worried at all. It's a knas. <coughs> we penalize her that we don't want people to be in the habit of making the dharma. And generally, women made the dharma far more often than men did. They got angry. They, they made another. So if she made a nether berabim, that in itself is an act of princess, because everybody knows that she made a nether, and therefore it's a knas. He cannot take her back. But if it was not done berabim, so it could be annulled. So there, so so therefore um, we did not penalize her. That's a beauty. So he believes the only reason is is because of princess. Abmeya says no. He says the reason is because of kilkul. So he says as follows. Any nether that the husband could not annul. We learned that two kinds of nether the husband can annul. Either we, she, you know, it, it adversely affects her or adversely it affects their relationship. Otherwise, he has no right to the nether. So any nether that he had no right to, but only a chacham could have canceled it, then then we tell him that you cannot take it back. 
Because otherwise, they'll say later on, oh, if I would have known that I could have gone to Chacham and canceled the Nedid, I never would have given a get and ruined the rest of her life. So he learns the, the logic is Kilku. If he, the husband, himself could have known the Nedid, then you should have known it. Don't say, oh, if I would have known what everybody knows, every husband knows their rights and they could have known the Nedid, or you could have found out. And therefore, we're not worried that in the future you're going to come along and make that story. Is Then he can take her back. Omar Abulaz has another opinion. He says, Loy Osruze. We did, we, according to Abulaz, we banned both. Whether it's only a Chacham who could be moderate, whether it's the husband, in both cases, he never take it back. But why is it that if a Chacham, if a Chacham can break the nether, we say that you cannot take it back? Because a Gzeira, where he can break the nether. In other words, according to Rabbi Lazar, that, it, that the husband can argue, I didn't know that I can annul the nether. Had I known, I would have never given her a get in the first place. So we're worried. So we said that you should know you cannot take her back. Do your homework. And if, but on the other hand, Rabbi Lazar holds the Gemara later, we, we believe that a husband would not say, oh, if I would have known, I would have sent her to a bezin to, uh, to annul her, her get. If everybody can meet themselves. We're not worried that. Um, because husbands generally did not send their women, their wives to a bezin because it's humiliating and they wouldn't have done that. So you can't say, oh, if I would have known, I would have sent it to the bezin because you wouldn't. But nevertheless, we don't let you take it back because all gittin should be the same. Bending mission continues. There's a story with sitting regarding a man. He said to his wife, I ban all the fruits in the world. I think Mar will explain. I don't divorce you. But he did divorce her. No, he made a net that if I don't divorce you, this doesn't happen, and he divorced her. The Chum allowed her to take it back. They allowed her to take it back. Why did they allow her to take it back? Because um, maybe you can say the same thing. If I would have known that I could be Mata Nether, because the din is that if a person makes a Nether, and because of the vow, he has to divorce his wife, he, uh, before he divorces his wife, the halach is we tell the husband we are nulling your nether. And the reason is, if we don't annul the nether, it looks like a coerced divorce. And we will learn later that you cannot give a coerced divorce. You cannot give a forced divorce. And it looks like here that the, uh, that the nether is what forced you to give a divorce. So we we tell you, or we are not to nether before you give the divorce. So therefore, what's the husband going to say? Had I known, You're, we actually were not to nether. So there's no issue. That's how some explain this Mishnah. And then the Mishnah concludes that we're not sure exactly what the Mishnah is referring to when he uses the words Tikkunah. Now the Gemara explains what we just said in the Mishnah. the son of He has to tell her at the time of the get. He has to tell her the reason. That the reason why I'm divorcing you is because of these false, of these rumors. Or because of the, the nether. Why, why do you have to tell her that? Well, what he holds, time of my, what are we worried about, Mishnah? We worried about Kukula. We worried that he'll come along later on and say, oh, if I would have known, I never would have divorced you in the first place. That's what, that's what the whole Mishnah is worried about. When are we worried he can say that? Only if he made it very clear to us at the time of the get, why he's giving me the get. According to Iyamalahachi, he said, only if he, if he said those words, I'm divorcing you because X, Y, Z, then much of a calculator. Then you can later on rely on that and say, look, the turn out to be the whole thing was a fabrication and uh, the get shouldn't be yet. But if he didn't say the time of the get, then he can't come along later and say, oh, the reason why I gave the get is because of this reason. And now that it turns out to be it's not true. I want the get to unravel. It doesn't work that way. 
Now, why, if he said it's good enough, big machlek is Rashani. According to Rashi, this is treated like a tanai. It's, it's mamish like a tanai. And um, even though you didn't actually use the words almanas, whatever, it's like you made a conditional. And therefore, another, it's such, it, or it's such a strong gili milsa, such a strong, obvious reason why you did it, because people don't willy-nilly divorce. It must be a good reason. If you mention that, obviously, that is the reason. According to Tasis, Tasis says, there's no way you can cancel the get because he didn't verbally say almanas, I'm making an condition. But what we are worried about is you're going to run around and, 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 and spread stories that the get is not a real get because of uh, turned out to be that these stories are false and it's going to ruin the reputation and tarnish the reputation of the kids and the family and that's what we're worried about last might see last okay by saying that I, by telling a why he's divorced you how does that help you can according always to say cases, according to cases later on i'll run around and tell everybody see the only reason why i divorced her is because i heard that she was whatever and turned out to be it's not true so the get is now to get now even though halakhically he's wrong but it's enough for people to wag their tongues and, and ruin her life. And nobody What's wants to get involved with this. No? That's Tysus. According to there were eight, of course, he gave her a proper get. According to um, he did give her a get. But he's saying he said if he said at the time, the reason why I'm giving you a get is XYZ, and then later on it turned out to be that's not true, even though it's too late, he can't undo the get, but he'll run around saying the get is not valid, ruin their life. That's Tysus. And most were shiny, but Rashi learns that he actually can cancel the get because it's like a tanai because it's a very strong gili milsuch. It, it's a strong revelation. The only reason why he did this is for this reason. That's one version. Ikidam is another version. It's not, in other words, it's not conditional that this whole problem is only if he actually said the reason why I'm giving the get is because you make vows or because of these stories. But he should say. You should say it's a good idea to say it that there is a reason on because the Shemra or because Neder. In other words, why? Somebody holds time my the whole reason is we don't want women to go around and to continuously, you know, make the darim or or be promiscuous. So we penalize her that she can never go back to the husband. But it's a good idea to tell her why, so she should know in the future to reform, to, to improve. And uh, and other women also should behave. But if he didn't say it, nothing changes. You cannot take her back. Not like the first version. If he didn't say it, then he could take her back because he cannot unravel the get. We're saying Tanya Kalisha Kamba, but Tanya Shabbat. It looked like both Lashayas. Tanya Kalisha Kamba. We looked at the first Lashan. Why is it that we say that a person who divorces his wife because of Shemra? Layachs should never take her back. She might get married to somebody else. Turned out to be the whole thing is about Misa. And he'll say, if, some, if everybody can mute themselves, please. The Yamer, please say, if I would have known Shekane who, if I would have known that it's not true, I feel he might nicely may a mother. They can give me $10,000, 100 monas. Which means then, now this sounds like Rashi. This sounds exactly like Rashi. That he would actually cancel the get and comes out she was a married woman when she married that second person. Tracy learns it, it, it looks like the get is bottle. People will say the get is bottle and it's from Mamzadim, even though it's not true halachically. Lefikha, therefore, I mean, we tell the husband, Havide, you should know. Shahamaitis ishtim shum shemra, that's the reason, is that the ground for your divorce? La you can never take her back. 
And therefore, do all your homework right now. And if you don't exhaust the, you know, all the possible avenues, you don't do your homework properly, then um, uh, that means you don't really want her and, and, and you can't undo the get. Interesting, the Rambam writes. So, so we're saying that we find out later that the stories are, are not true. They're badoying. The Rambam writes, what happens if she does tshuva? And the husband says, oh, if I would have known that she would do tshuva, that she would change and reform behavior, I never would have divorced her. And, and everyone talks about where the Rambam gets it from, because that's a whole different way we're learning here. It turned out all along, it was not true. And, um, and why does the Rambam change from what the Gemara says? Anyway, another time. Tanya. Remoto, I mean, just to understand, he's gone and divorced her, right? So there's been a complete mesa. She's gone and been divorced. She's now gone and remarried. Yeah. And what are we saying? Are we saying that he's got the koyach to, to, to undermine his, 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 his get because he was under a mis, misconception? That's called a mekakta. So it depends. Rashi tells who you're asking according to. Oh, I, I'm just trying to understand. The, the, okay, according to Tasis, he can't legally, according to Tasis, he can't legally undermine, but he can spread, he can, uh, uh, all kinds of allegations that enough that people will want to stay away from her family. Maybe their mom's aiding, not everyone is not Tamachachim, and not everyone is like you who can figure that out and will say, huh, maybe the getake is possible. We don't want to get married to the kids. That's Tasis. Rashi learns that this is the same thing as a normal tonight. Every time you make, you give a get, you make a tonight. If she, she can get married to somebody else. If she did not fulfill the tonight, for example, he said you cannot drink wine for a whole year. And that he could do because he gives a limited time. And if she drank wine in six months after she got married, the get is bottle and if she has kids in mom's area, yes. That's how Rashi learns, that he can actually do that. Tanya Kalisha we, however, we let another price to support the second view, which is the Lishna Basa. And that is, it's because a penalty for the for, for the woman for that kind of behavior. Why is it we say, because it's a bad name. Don't take it back. Because don't take it back. We don't want them to behave this way. There should be prutzes when it comes to uh, to be promiscuous and to vows. Therefore, I mean, like we say, and my law, tell her, you should tell her, you should tell her that, so she should do tshuva and reform in the future. And the Rambam seems to put together both reasons, because this the idea of telling her here is, that's why we penalize you and change your ways, which is like tshuva. So the Rambam seems to take both answers in the Gemara into account. That's why he says that the husband says, oh, if you would have done tshuva, and so on. Okay, next Gemara, Rabbi Yudha says, Kol any nether you make in public, you cannot in any way annul. We actually had a machlekes. If uh, you know, if you make a nether berabi, if you can annul or not. Then we had a, then we had also al das rabim as well that if you make it a, a, a making on behalf you know uh, that the whole world has to agree and then we said the only exception is if it's for a mitzvah you could undo it so abuda says kol if everybody knows about it then it's uh, it's shameful because he holds id is not because of kilkul but because of pritzes nobody knows about it then yachsen you can there's no pritzes there so therefore you can take it back because there's nothing he can there's no reason to have a penalty. Where does Abuja learn this from? It says in Pasik. How does he know that an Edda made Barabim? You cannot cancel. He says, you know, when Yeshua came into Israel and they were about to destroy, they had a mitzvah, it's a chayyah called the they couldn't let anyone live in Eretz Yisrael, the seven nations he had to destroy. 
and um, and the Givonim, they they masqueraded as being some foreign country or foreign uh, people, and they came to uh, Yeshua, and uh, and they made a and they were accepted, and then um, and then when they found they were discovered that to be you know locals, they they said well he could be Israel, they even couldn't their hands were tied, they couldn't um, have fulfilled the mitzvah of why. The leaders of the Ada swore to them. They swore to them. Some Paschal want to say from here, the Rai, they can actually have a Shliach to make a Shur. Because they didn't make the Shur, and the Sihayda made the Shur. And yet they were bound by it as if they were their Shliach. Others want to say, no proof me at all. On the contrary, you cannot have a Shliach making Shurs for you. But here it's different because the Sihayda means that they are behaved like a Nasi who's, who represents Klal Yisro, which is very different than a Shliach who's just working for you. Says the Gemara, so Rabbi Yudha clearly says, what do you see from there? They couldn't cancel the Shua. Why not? Because the Givani made the Shua in public. That's it. Once you make a Shua in public, you can't cancel. That's how Rabbi Yudha learns. Says the Gemara, Rabbanan, Rabbanan, Hossam over there, Rabbanan, who say you could cancel it, they say, Mi chala Shua like Klal. So I ask a better question. That's a Shua. The whole thing was uh, the, under the misapprehension that they were uh, foreigners when, in fact, they were locals. That's not a shvur. They said we come from a distant land, and it didn't. There's no shvur at all. So why Taka didn't the Yidin kill them with everybody else? It would have been a chil Hashem. It would have been a chil Hashem because everybody knew that they, uh, they made a shvur, they were accepted by the Yidin, and then tomorrow they get killed. What a chil Hashem it would be. That's the only reason why, nothing to do with that. Now, the obvious question is Rabbi Huda. Why, how can Rabbi Huda say, oh, this is a real shvua when the whole thing was built on false premises? <clears throat> Rabbi Huda felt that if the halach is, you could cancel the shvua, then it wouldn't be chil Hashem because you can tell the world they made a shvua and legally, you're allowed to cancel, even though it's not a public, and we cancel it. But if uh, if the halach is you cannot cancel a shuba rabim, then it's a chil Hashem if they would have done it. That, that's how Rabbi Yudah learned it. Okay, everyone asked the question, you can't make a shuba against the Torah. If the Torah said, you're not let them live, then obviously the shuba is meaningless. How can you make a shuba? You're not going to kill somebody who lives who deserves to be killed. So they say that the, the, if somebody was prepared to make peace or somebody was prepared not to uh, worship Avodah they actually could let them live. Like the Chayyikon those who didn't want to sue for peace and or those who uh, did not accept um, the, the Abish, who were still idol worshippers. Taking so one further, how many people do you have to make a vow before that you call this a public? Nachman says, give them three people. How to get three people? Because generally, when you are known the Dorim, you need a peasant. So therefore, you have three people when it comes to a rabbin. Rabbi Yitzchak says a son. Rabbi Yitzchak says ten. Um, now, where do you get three and ten? I'm not with the gimel because it says by azov yomim is two, and rabbin sees. It says yomim rabbin. So she, if a woman sees two consecutive days as yomim, and then you know you have to uh, and 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 rabbin is she says yomim rabbin three days, then you have to have seven clean days. So rabbin means three. What does it have to do with? Um, with um, the nether in public, because I just told you, you annul your bezin, so therefore three to bezin. Rabbi Yitzchak says ten, the Siv Eder. It says in the passing, the Siyeha Eder. And we know from the Meraglim that an Eder congregation is ten people because Hashem said to Meisha, Ad Eder how much longer have to put up with this terrible congregation? And Yeshua and Kala were not part of it. That left ten behind. And why Rabbi Nachman didn't agree with that is it doesn't say 
Le'eda, it says Nesiei Ha'eda. Doesn't say that ten people were there. It just says the Nesiim of the Eida. But how many were there? Therefore, he learns three. Okay, the mission continues. What's Pshat in Rabbi Lozer? Rabbi Lozer says that the only reason why you cannot take back your wife, if, if those Nidorim that only a Bezin can, can cancel, is because you cannot take back your wife on those Nidorim that you could cancel because you could have said, had I known. So what's going on here? The only reason why we, we banned, if you need a Chacham to cancel it, is because in the case we don't need a Chacham to cancel it, only you can cancel it. I argue with Rameyer. Rameyer says every single person knows that he can cancel it, so he cannot come back later and say, oh, had I known. And therefore, if the husband could have canceled it, then he could take her back. We're not worried that he will ruin her life, because there's nothing he can say. But uh, Rabbi says, no, I hold that people just didn't know their rights. And therefore, her husband could have a right to say, oh, had I known that I could have known her, I never would have divorced her. On the other hand, he argues that Mary Mary says, but if you go to a Chacham, he could have said, I didn't know that a Chacham could cancel the net. Had I known, I never would have divorced her. But Rabbi Lazar says that he, could not, he cannot say that because no man would send their wife to be humiliated in front of a court. I, if we learned before, you could send a shliach. The, the woman could have sent a shliach on behalf to go to the court. So they, they would learn then that's not the fact that she presents herself in the court. It's the fact that the court has to discuss the vows that she made. The argument. has no problem with the woman going to a bezin. men did not say their wives to bezin. What does the story come in? We're talking about the women suddenly here talking about a man. What's going on here? A few words are missing. This is how you should learn. When he was talking about Kishan Nodar He, when she made the vow. Aval Nodar He, but he made the vow, Yachzer, should go back. Um, if he made the vow, he can take her back, no problem. Not word at all. There's a story. The man said to his wife, I'll ask her everything. I don't divorce you. And the allowed her to take, allowed him to take her back. We are not worried that he them that he can say, Oh, if I would have known, if I would have known, I wouldn't have done this and this. We're not worried about that at all. As I explained to you before, why we're not worried? Because we make him be matanede before he actually gives the get. Because otherwise it looks like a coerced divorce and a coerced divorce is a problem. And we'll have the peches there, all about that. Says the, Mishnah, the last three words of the mission is um, this is because we're trying to you know, fix up the world. This is tikkun o'elam. My, so first thing I said, my coin. What do you mean I asked like a carbon. What's he answering? He says to his wife, I'm going to ask her all the fruits of the world upon, upon myself. If I don't divorce you. He permitted him to bring it back. He permitted to take his wife back. Well, why not? Why shouldn't he take his wife back? I would have thought, because he made a nether, and now he uh, basically is fulfilling his nether that he divorced her. That's a bad thing. What do you mean? If you make a nether and you fulfill your nether, why is it a bad thing? What we learned in Gemara Nadar. From the Ramnasan, the name of Ramnasan, I would have thought that we should also, just like we penalize her for making the Dardim, we should stop men also from making the Dardim. And therefore, we should penalize him that he cannot take her back. And why is that? Ramnasan said, I know you did. if somebody makes a nether, it's not a good thing. It's as if you built a bum at the time when you're not allowed to build any more your little altars in your backyard. And if you made a nether, it's like you built an altar. 
And I'm a kaima if you fill your nether without being mata nether is ki ilu hikrim oleha karma as if you brought a carbon in the bummer, which is mamash and avera. And um, and therefore, maybe we should tell the husband, you cannot take it back because we don't like the idea that he made a nether, he's going to divorce her, and then he actually did. Kamashulan, because it's so rare that men should make nadarim, that we are not going to stop it. Didn't we have a club we learned in the Dorm that you can't make a nether on somebody else? Like, I can't make a nether that you you can't you can't drink water because no, no, I'm making a nether about myself and right, I'm gonna give you a, but it's I'm making a nether that I'm gonna give you a get. It's me. Right, but it's impacting on the wife. She's going to become a grusha. Yes, it's totally my decision. Before I being a geshim, the husband decides to give a get or not to give a get, totally unilaterally. So therefore it's totally completely in his control. So you can make a nether about a get. Okay, next. Um, Where does the word Tikkun Olam fit into our mission? My Tikkun Olam. What's Tikkun Olam? What Tikkun Olam is there? When we said over there that we don't want him to take her back, that is Tikkun Olam. Either because of the reason we gave Kyukul, we don't want him to go around saying, oh, if I would have known, or because we don't want uh, the women to be protests. However, Ravina says, There's the last few words of the Mishnah, so it's really connected to the very end of the Mishnah. And this is what he's saying. In the case of the man, there's no real benefit to say to him, you cannot take her back. because It's rare that men would make the dharma, and therefore we are not worried. Mishnah. Just, sorry, just, before, just before you uh, go on, just yeah. when Rav Nachman said that three is Rabim, yeah. According to him, does that mean that it can be a minion too? So could you rely oh, on yeah. that? A minimum, what he was saying is that if you make a nether, Rabbi Yudha said you make a nether in public, you can never cancel it. It's a minimum of three people there. There's more for sure, so Rabbi. But even, but even three, according to the other opinion, it has to be a minimum of 10 people before we say, oh, this considered public, and you cannot cancel that kind of a nether. Right. So he doesn't carry it across to being a, a minion of three? No, 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 no. no. Yeah. No, no one says a million. Mm -hmm. We had a we had a discussion about brachas if nine people with an orin yeah. or nine people you know what the taste is there about a kid yeah. whether it's a million. Or a and so exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mishnah. Next Mishnah. Okay. Again, talking about uh, misapprehensions of taking over. Hamaitzias ishtei mishum islands. If somebody divorces his wife because she was an island, an island is a woman who cannot uh, who cannot fall pregnant. She has masculine signs. And the word islandless is, is rooted in the word ayl, a ram, a male ram. So he, uh, she, she was an islandless, so he divorced her. And um, now it's clear from this mission here, where Rashi learns, that an islandless needs a divorce. Remember we, ha we had in Gemara Yavamas, it's like a mekachtos we had regarding a Yavamah, whether, you know, there's a sister or there's a problem. We says like a Mecca, like she was never married in the first place because he thought she was a woman who was capable of bearing children. It turned out to be that she's not capable at all. She's not in Akara, she's an island. She never was capable at all. She didn't even have the signs. So it's a Mecca toss. But here Rashi says, nevertheless, you still need a get. And why do you need a get if the whole thing is Mecca toss? Because since um, when they had, a person does not like to have intimate relations um, you know, Stam wantonly, so he would have had in mind the very first time in that relation that this is the shame getting married. So therefore, it doesn't matter um, if the Mecca toss or not, and he def definitely did be a shame Kedusha. Taisa doesn't like that at all. Taisa said, you don't need a get, it's a Mecca toss. The Gemara is talking about a woman here that we're not sure, may you, you thought maybe she's an islandist. You weren't sure. So you divorced her. That's why you needed a get. 
Rabbi Huda says, Lo Rabbi Huda says, you cannot take her back. And why not? Because what happens if tomorrow suddenly she's able to have children? And that's another problem Tayshas had with Rashi. If she's definitely an islandist, islandist cannot be cured, can never have children. But a Suffolk islandist, you misread. You thought she was an islandist, she wasn't. Just because a woman didn't have children for many years doesn't mean she's an islandist. You can have children later on. So, um, but if you just says it turned out to be that she had that she got married to somebody else and she had children, so he will say, Oh, the only reason why I divorced her is because she's an islandist. Had I known that she is not an islandist, I, or, I could, or she could be cured, I never would have divorced her. I never would have divorced her. Rashi actually says, he adds something here, which the Mephoshim tried to understand why. I was sure that she would come back to me if she's cured. Instead, she went and married another man. If I would have known that she would not come back to me if she was cured, I never would have given the get in the first place. We would have done trying to do the cure together or something. Anyway, so Rabbi Huda here is worried about Kukula, which is the opposite of what he said in the previous Mishnah, which is what we're going to talk about in the Gemariah. And the Chacham say, Yachzen, no problem. We're not worried about being Mikalko. Says the Gemara, Nisas la'acha, she married somebody else, but he had children, amen. She goes back to her husband, she said, look, you divorced me because on the grounds that I was an islandist. And therefore, even though I needed a get, you definitely didn't have to give me a ksuva. Now, that turned out to be, I wasn't an islandist, I want my ksuva. Ahmed Abhiravida said, tell this woman, sometimes it's better to be quiet then uh, you're opening a Pandora's box. Because if you're claiming that the whole get was a mistake and therefore you should be tired of the then the get would unravel. According to your argument, then there's no get because he only divorced you because you were an islandist. If you're saying that you're not an islandist, you never were, and you want your ksuva, then there's no get. And you'll have all kinds of problems, so keep quiet. Says the we don't understand how this mission is compatible with the previous mission. The member, uh, it comes out, Rabban is not worried about Kakula, right? Because Abihuda said over here, about an islandist, we tell him you can never take her back because otherwise he'll walk around saying, Oh, if I would have known that she can have children, I never would have divorced her. And, and Rabban not worried. Now, the question is, we just learned. Before, just the opposite. But now we learned how much is this from Shemarafi? Divorce your wife because of a bad name. Lo Yachet Tanakamba said, which is the Rabbanon, don't take her back. You cannot take her back because otherwise we'll go around and, and saying and being Makalko. Oh, had I known. And Abihuda says, I'm not worried about Kukul, but if it's Neder Shiyodabaraba, Neder in public, you cannot cancel, so then it's a princess, La Yachzad, then you cannot, a penalty, cannot take her back. Rabbi Huda's not worried about Kukul. He says over there that if it was a Neder not done in public, uh, he can divorce. We're not worried. He can always take her back. We're not worried that he's going to say, oh, had I known that she would have canceled his loan, I would have taken her back. We're not worried. And yet in this mission here by Alan, so he said exactly the opposite. He said he can never take her back again, so he shouldn't go around saying, had I known that she can have children, I never would have divorced her. What's going on here? Oh, my Shmuel. Shmuel says, you're right. Eifuch, swap the names around. In our mission here, between Rabbi Yehud and Chachamim. Says the Gemara, it can't be swapping the names around. Look at the end of the mission. Well, Medek Tani say, for the end of the mission tells the story. She married somebody else. She had children from that person. She's demanding a suva. Omar Abhuda Abhuda said, tell her that shtikusech is sometimes better to be quiet and yafim uh, better than being quiet, uh, better than saying something. That what? That if you're going to, um, that it's as if to say, <clears throat> that the husband can go around, say, if you're going to open up and ask for the husband, the husband can turn around and say, oh, had I known that you were an islander, I never would have divorced you. So we see Rabbi Yehuda is the one who's worried about Kilko. 
What's going on here? It wasn't a Yehuda, the story that happened with it happened with Chacham. That's one answer. However, Rabbi says, don't swap the names around. There's a difference between the case of Islandness and the case of Moitzi Shemran. What is that? Over there, Rabbi, I'll tell you what, Rabbi Huda definitely is worried about Kilkul. And therefore, because he's worried about Kilkul, that is why he says over here in our Mishnah Island is he can never take her back. Otherwise, he'll go around and around and say, have her known. So how come in the previous Mishnah, when it comes to Neder, or, um, he, he says that only if it's done by Rabbi and not in private? I'll tell you. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda um, <clears throat> why isn't he worried about Kikul? Um, he's like this. If it's a nether that requires a chacham, he holds like Rabbi Lozar that says that no man is going to send his wife to a to a chacham, to, to, to a rabbi to, uh, to humiliate herself. And therefore he cannot say, oh, had I known that you can go to a chacham, I would have sent her. No, you would not. So we're not worried about that. And, uh, and if it's the husband who uh, can annul the nether, there's no way you can say, oh, had I known that I could annul it, I never would have divorced him. Every husband knows his rights, and you would know that you could annul it. That's why there he says that it's um, not good with If you need a, a, a chacham, he holds like that no man would ever send his wife to the He can't say, oh, had I known. And if it's ain't tzadich, says Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda Kasha, you, you, you had a question on Rabbi Yehuda and you reconciled it. Oh, but the Rabbana, Rabbana, Kasha, what about the rabbis themselves? In our mission, Rabbana, not worried about Alice at all, he's not worried about Kilkul, and yet in the previous mission they were. Hello, Rabbi, oh, Rabbi. The Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Kasha, Abai, you gave a very good answer for Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Kiddush, you answered that in the case of Nedir over there in the previous Mishnah, he holds that a husband cannot say, oh, had I known about a chach, because he never would have sent her, and if the husband so can know, he can't say, oh, had I known, because every husband knows. The Rabbana, Rabbana, Kasha, you know why? Man Chachamim, when the Chachamim in this Mishnah say that we're not worried, is Rameyer. Why? The Amar says, Be'ina tonight kafel. When according to Rameyer, and, and this even fits into Rashi, that we're talking about, he made it tonight. I'm giving the get, he, sp- he expressly says, I am giving the get because I heard these rumors, or I'm giving the get because you were fooling around, or I'm giving the get because you made a net. Clearly says that. But according to us, making a tonight is good enough. According to Rameyer, Making a tanai is only if it's a tanai kafel. That means if I'm giving, if it's true, then I'm give, then the get of I'll get. But if it's not true, then the get is not. I have to spell out. But if it's not true, then the get is no longer a get. According to Mary, you have to make a tanai kafel. You have to give us both sides of the tanai. And therefore, the author of this mission here is Rameya. and um, and and therefore, but the, and it's talking about but the like kafel the tanai, and he did not care for the tanai. So um, my idleness is talking about. You're supposed to make a tonight kafel. You didn't make a tonight kafel. That is why Rameya says, well, in this case, he can take her back. We're not worried he'll unravel the get. He can't. He didn't make a tonight kafel. And in the previous mission, maybe he made a tonight kafel. Or it wasn't Rameya. Next mission. If somebody sells himself to non-Jews, he's desperate for money. Why else would you sell yourself? And there's Bonav. He took his children along with him and he, and, and he sold them all as slaves as one happy family. And uh, and the question is, is there a mitzvah pidyon shulim now? Because he sold himself. 
we had the discussion before about an Evid. And now we're talking about an ordinary person sold himself and his children to a Goy. And we're obviously we're worried about assimilation. Ain poyin oisish. And the mission says, you don't redeem them. And we'll see in the Gemara, the first and second time we do, even because we say he was desperate for the money, but we still have to help him out, they shouldn't assimilate. But the third time we no longer do. Um, <clears throat> Once the father dies, you will redeem the children. Why? Because, and we'll see, maybe even after the fourth or fifth time, and why is that? Because till then, the father was able to protect the children. But beyond that, the father cannot protect the children. Says the Gemara, no, he'll make sure that he still stay from. Only if he did it three times, you no longer help him. Hanu bnei bei michsei. There were the people of the of the area region called bei michsei. The yas vezuzim. They used to borrow money from goyim, but they didn't have what to pay. So what did the goyim take as collateral? The people themselves. Also the kagar They went ahead and they took them. They, they sort of um, took them as, as captives or as a body. Also the kamer of the kid rabuna said, "Hey, we need help. Pinyashvuim." And Pinyashu is a big mitzvah, like Samar of Damri Echa, you have to help out. What I do? The Mishnah says, You voluntarily sold it. You knew when you borrowed the money, you had no way of paying it back. And you knew that this is what they do if you don't pay back. So you did it voluntarily. Why is the mitzvah Pinyashuim? Ababa turned to, to him and said, To Ravasi. Sorry, what to Ravuna? Did you teach us only if you did it three times? That's when we stopped. These people, they do it all the time. And therefore, we don't have to help them. Who got as a person? He sold himself to cannibals. He sold himself to cannibals. And uh, also, the guy said, I guess he worked there for a while. And afterward, they fattened you up and they. Well, the rest is history. Also, the Kamed Rabami came for Rabami. He said, "Help." and he said, "Rabami, please redeem me." And why he sold himself to these people is because he um he uh, what do you call it? He um they needed the money. Amalei <clears throat> Rabami said, "Tanan." It says in the Mishnah, "Moichah asked the Banuvei b'chov me poyin redeem him. I will poyin mesabonim. We will redeem the children laachamisa after the person dies." Mishum Kilkula. Once a person dies, the mission says you can redeem the children because we don't want them to become Goyim. While the father's alive, he'll take care of them. But once he's dead, he'll take them Goyim. The Choshkin Hocha Dikatoa. So over here, it's a question of life and death. You're talking about cannibals. So there's a mitzvah to save them. To save them. Now the question is whether the mitzvah is to save the father as well or just the children. And it's it's not clear over here, but the mitzvah is um. And not only that, there's, there's some opinions that even when we say the first two times we we uh, we will say there's only a third time, the Mishnah says, ain't paid in Oise, uh, sorry, there's a question whether you paid him as well with the children. The Shalshalas HaKabbalah writes that that when he sold himself, and the question is where he got this from, he sold himself to these cannibals. These ca cannibals were not literally cannibals, because why would you sell yourself to cannibals? These were people that they would they would dissect people for medicine, for medical purposes. They would cut them apart for medical purposes. And uh, actually, they say there's more about the next part of Shlokish. Sorry. The oracle is about the next part of Shlokish. Anyway, so um, the, the question is, 
the Mephoshim have a hard time understanding. If after the father died, we take the, we rescue the children so they shouldn't assimilate, and and after three, four times, we, don't, we no longer rescue the father and the children, but the father did it three times, he's proven that he doesn't care about assimilation. So who's going to take care of the children while the father's alive? Why only after the father is dead? That's Sam Sefer's question. And the Ksav Sefer writes a very interesting thing. His son writes in a tshuva that you find many cases that people are not religious, but they want their children to be religious. So even though he himself will do all kinds of avarice, take all kinds of leniencies, he said, even amongst the religious people, there are people when it comes to themselves, they're very lenient. But when it comes to their own children, they are much stricter. They want to make sure the children don't grow up to be like them. They feel that they're weak. They don't have the strength to uh, withstand or resist whatever the tithers that they have. But for the children, they will work very hard to make sure the children behave themselves. The Gemara continues. You're passing what? That we should save them because they're about to be killed. If, they, if we're worried about assimilation, surely we should worry about annihilation. So at least assimilation is always a chance you can bring them back and maybe make them from. But once they're, once they're dead, they're dead. This Yid is a Yisrael Mumr, that the, he's not interested in Yiddishkeit. The Kachazile, we saw the Kaach and the Veilus of Trefus, that he eats the Veilus of Trefus. And the Din is, will have in the Gemara, that my region will I migrate. You throw a Mumr, somebody deliberately goes out and does a Veilus. You, um, you throw him into the pit, you definitely don't save them. So why in the world should we save him? Um, if from death. Even from death, Amaluhu, the lost objects we will give back to them because theirs. But in this case, why are you saving them? Amalu, he said, Just because he ate trade, there's two kinds of mummers. There's a mummer lahachis and a mummer lati oven. A mummer lahachis is, is, is spite. A mummer lati oven is somebody just, you know, he, he, he loves trade. He's weak, not because of spite or anything else. He just, you know, cares for himself. That kind of mummer, we still can go ahead, we should save. What do you mean? The Gemara says, what is the, the, the acid test to know whether somebody is throw mummer or you throw the You know how you can tell? You have kosher and treif right in front of you. He leaves behind the heter and he eats the iser. And so he had a choice. He could have eaten heter. He eats iser. That means despite. The first you want to say, actually, that it... Um, that, uh, what do you call, that he has to actually say, I know this head here, but I don't care. I want treif. But if he's nonchalant, you know, he doesn't care one way or another because he's used to any treif, then it's not considered mumul hachis. And others, of course, say that a tinnik shenizba doesn't know any better. This is not a test at all. Amalei, he turned to the guy, to them, he said, zil, he told the guy who sold himself to cannibal, zil go, like, they don't allow me to rescue you. Oh, they told me there's no mitzvah anymore in rescuing you. So Gemara tells a story. Reish Lakish, Reish Lakish. According to Tesis, this story happened before he became the famous Reish Lakish, when he was a bandit or he's, the, or he's a, a clown or an acrobat. Others say that this happened after he became the famous Reish Lakish, and he did this in order to save Yidin because these cannibals were threatening lots of Yidin. So Reish Lakish, Zavin Nafsha, he sold himself Leludoi to a group of people who were cannibals. Shokul Bahadi and took with him He took with him a, a sack, and inside there he had a wheel made out of fabric, but in the middle of the wheel made out of fabric, he had a rock, or he had something made out of lead, something really heavy. But they, they when they saw it, they saw it looked like just a bag. 
Omar, he said, Gimidi, I know, the Yom Basra, the last day of a person's life before the cannibal is set on him, called the boy Benayu, Abdullah, they give him the last request. And whatever it is, I'll grant him. And why will whatever it is? In order to get forgiveness for spilling somebody's blood. Yom Basra came the last day. Omar, he said to him, my Nicholach, what is your last request? Omar, he said, I my request is a stranger that is I want to tie you guys up. But I swing and I'll sit you down. The whole chad menaich and every one of you. I'm chayosa upalga. I want to take my sack over here, which is just material, and I want to give you one full whack and a half a whack. They thought it was very strange, but that's their custom. The tradition is you got to grant the last request. Kamatinu, they tied themselves. He tied them all up. But I swing and chad menayu, and he sat each one of them down and tied them all up. He gave them one whack with the sack, but there's a heavy rock inside that, in that thing there, so he split their head. They were dying one after another. And one of them, as he was dying, he gritted his teeth. You're laughing at me, you're mocking me. I still owe you another half a whack. He killed them all. He killed all of the... Of these cannibals. Why Tasis learned that he had to do this before he became the famous Lakish? Because Tasis is so demeaning, he probably wouldn't have done it afterwards. But really, he, he, he got rid of all the cannibals. So here you see, in Ejisrael, there were cannibals. <clears throat> Historically, we're not, we're, not, we're not aware of that. But the Gemara clearly says that there were cannibals in Ejisrael. Can I just point out, Stanzas translated Ludoy as gladiators. Which makes what is the art scroll? Where's an art scroll there? I don't have art scroll. Okay. Where's an art scroll? Look in the, if you don't have an art scroll, look in the bottom Rashi on Memvov on the base. Okay. Yeah, he says, Umash Oichlin Bene Abdom. Cannibals. Cannibals. Nahon. Okay. Um, yeah, where does art scroll get those gladiators? Well, he takes us back to the Latin. He says, mm-hmm. who fight in the circus. Okay, obviously. Is he quoting somebody? Is no, he it's just, just made to the a note, a footnote. Uh-huh. Brian, do you have it as well? Yeah, yeah, exactly the same thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, but the Pashtup Shat Nigamar, like Rashi says clearly, was cannibals. Not only that, there's a, I told you the Shashalza Kabbalah says that these cannibals, he had a problem with, I guess, cannibals and Jesus. He said that they were like doctors, they would dissect people for medical purposes. And there's a whole some say for the troopers in your day. There's a question asked if a person is permitted to give his body to the medical profession to cut him up and to learn. Post science and you know posthumously to see whether um you know different kinds of medicines if you yeah. allowed to came out very strongly against yeah apparently he writes that the biology of a yid is different to that of a goy who writes chuva, the chasm sofa yeah but the point of that chuva is it's not because nefesh unless the other person is right there and you know it's sort of immediate not stam the velterine you know to, to to work on things to come up with new trufas new medicines that's the point that Oshan Sevedi says can't remember which show it is, but it's in the there. Yeah. Anyway, what happened was he killed them all out. Nothing went out. He went Yosef, Ka'ochl, Vishasi. 
Later on, this is like the, towards the end of his life, Neshlakish died very poor. Whatever he earned, he ate on that very day. His daughter said to him, no, whatever he earned on a certain day, he spent it. He had no savings accounts, no superannuation, nothing, no pension. Um, his daughter said to him, don't you need something to, uh, to lean on? A, a bed, a mattress, a, something, a, a blanket? No, he had nothing. He was very poor. Imagine, this is the Reish Lakish, the famous Reish Lakish. And, um, and yet he had nothing. He didn't even have, you know, didn't have linen, nothing. Omalebiti crazy kari. He was obviously he was a heavy person. He said, "My stomach is my is my uh, my mattress is my what I sleep on." Kinoch um, nafshe when he passed away, shabbat. All he left behind was kavod and was about to pass away. All he left behind was some saffron or whatever a kavod it. Kora nafshe. He said about himself. He lamented. He left behind for everybody else. Their strength, and he passed away with nothing. So how does he have such a big crazy, uh, such a big belly? If he's a big man, I don't know. He, no, he got money, and all the money he had, he spent on food and drink. That's what it says here. He says that all the money he had, he spent on food and drink. That's all. As Rashi says, call, I'll read your Rashi. Call Yomav his whole life. Call Masha Hoya Mistaker, whatever he earned. He didn't save at all for another day. And what did he do with it? He ate and drank. Okay, we'll stop here for a